Dean, I've always said that the sun never sets on the Collecting Weekly Empire. I've never heard you say that. I've always said it from <laughs> the first day to the last. And Pete here is proof of that. Live from uh, from the United Kingdom. First off, Pete, I'm so sorry to hear about uh, about your dear prince. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, just awful. Absolutely yeah. awful. Yeah, it was sad. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Pete. I'm Mario. I'm Eddie. And I'm Jonathan. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to take a quick second to thank our sponsors, Water Scrapyard and One Six Corner. We have... Oh, wow, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, shout them out for sponsoring this week's episode. Sweet angels. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. A new Hot Toys DX figure, some Asmus stuff, uh, a crate that has been recovered from the bottom of the ocean, and more. <laughs> Before we get into, get into it, Dean, let's kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, are you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, what did you get new this week? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get anything. So, yay! Yeah, I know. I was like, you asked me for pictures. I was like, oh, dude, I don't think I got anything. nothing at all. Nothing at all. Um, Pete, you had a, a pretty epic mail call. Tell us what you got. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, it's the uh, the Jazzing Dioramas Falcon Cockpit. Um, check out my if you haven't checked out my YouTube video, my unboxing video. Um, go and have a look. Um, I enjoyed doing that. Um, I decided not. I couldn't do it live because it's just me, and you know it's a bit tricky trying to get that out and bits and pieces. But um, yeah. I think it went well. Yeah, it was. Um, I was always um, due for an April, uh, an April delivery. But I know that things have got pushed back a bit and, um, and bits and pieces. So um, I was a little bit guilty of. Um, messaging used to be it but I, I always kind of try and justify it by the fact that like he's a friend of the show and we've spoken to him and everything oh but my he god he's just thinks, using his connections he probably all, just all. thinks oh sh- how piss dare off, you Pete. Dude, Stop Pete, messaging don't get Pete's like bro I, Pete's like bro <laughs> I will do an unboxing if you get me this before July <laughs> yeah. that's the only reason why <laughs> so anyway they um they they basically said they had a kind of final batch that they could ship um before the end of April, before then it would be about a six-week wait to the next lot. So I was like, ah, I want to get Just one. Get so um, they asked people who, you know, if people wanted to go, because there's some people that are waiting out for this 
lighter paint job that they're going to do and everything and the screw holes they're going to cover up or something so and i thought you know what they don't bother me i'll get one now and uh, yeah i absolutely love it it's brilliant yeah and i mean worst case the screws are pretty easy to fix like you could just fill them oh. in and paint over it yeah then... oh easy i know i did plan to do that and i may still do that but if, if you know if you're more than about four or five feet away you, you don't yeah. even see them you don't even see them so um, i mean um, even in this thumbnail i can barely I, I feel like people were making a way bigger deal yeah because you can just make out one on the on the um on the left hand side there but um no it's all really nice i say it's probably um it's very clean inside and i and i get that because kind of um the, the weathering is is depends what you see i mean Mario, you've been. Have you been in? You've been. I presume you've been in the one at um, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, quite a few times. How, how does that one look? Does it look Jealous. kind of beaten up and weathered? The controls and stuff. Um, no, it's actually pretty clean like inside. Clean. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I can in the background. I'll pull up a picture real quick. Let's see if I can find something. Because yeah, it depends. Some pictures you look at, it's all really weathered, and so I might put a little bit of. Um, detail bit of weathering on the um the control yokes and bits and pieces because they just look like they're kind of just a plain silver paint um but apart from that um i might do something with the flooring there's debate about whether the floor should just be a flat um metal or whether it's a grid or something it's a little bit yeah. boring looking i might put a grid in there or something just to just to break the floor up a bit um but no the, it's great I mean, the lights are fantastic um, I think originally there was going to be it didn't have lights and then they had the DX package but I think if you go for it you've got to have the lights because it just brings it alive and kind of when you put your you got your figures in there and you're kind of right down with your head there you're kind of inside the cockpit I mean it's 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 so cool um, it's got about 12 13 different um, sound effects oh, very wow. loud some of them go on forever like they've got the whole yeah. um pretty much the whole asteroid sequence on there and the um the tie fighter battle for a new hope bits and pieces oh okay so they've they've, they've kind of gone with quite a stylized um kind of well obviously the seating <clears throat> needs to be and and the um but yeah it's quite it's a little bit weathered on the sides and everything i can see there yeah might do something like that give it a bit of a black wash in there. i didn't realize this was the ride and i was like why are there so many seats yeah, <laughs> no, that's, yeah. That's i was right. like i was just looking at pete's picture there was only four but <laughs> exactly yeah that's hilarious. um so that's the no, minivan I mean, version <laughs> yeah it's the, the long wheel the, the stretch stretch limo version yeah um it looks great no i can't i can't say enough about it you know yost and his family done a fantastic job uh, it all, you know, it all works. It all fits together nicely. Obviously, the the um, there's the back section as well. But I think I don't know how you display that and actually, you know, really be able to ever see that because you don't want to you don't want to uh, ruin your view of the of this beautiful uh, vision here. So um, I don't think I'll ever do anything with the back section. But it's nice to have it there. Um, I'm insanely yeah. jealous. You're making this me is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing, bro. You were going to order one, Dean, and you just, and you backed off. I bought a computer instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if I could do it again, I would have just got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be fair. It's a, it's a, it's a huge chunk of cash. It does take up a lot of space, and obviously that's one of the themes of today. Um, but, I, yeah, 
how, how when's this ever going to come up again? So I, Never. I had a, a moment of weakness last summer and thought, yeah, I'll go for it. Sold a few figures and you know it kind of paid for it. So I didn't feel too bad. I wasn't spending the uh, the uh, the kids' inheritance. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, and that was uh, it. Yeah, so great week for me. We do have an unboxing uh, video on the channel. If you want to check out Pete's initial impressions of the cockpit, check that out. Uh, it is, uh, it's a great little video. Thank you for shooting that for us. No problem. That was good. Uh, Eddie, what'd you get this week? So I got the 1000 Toys Master Chief. Um, I actually picked this up from Dylan. Uh, he had it and he didn't want it anymore and gave it to me for a good price because I think on the aftermarket they're selling for like 170 now, 180. Oh, Jesus. And it retailed for 125 so Dylan gave it to me for retail. Um. It's a pretty cool piece. Uh, what I like the most is the articulation on it. Um, it's a bit of a like a stylized Master Chief, um, a little bit more like sleek armor, and you know he it's not as detailed as it would be in the game and stuff. And yeah, this is Halo One. Combat yeah, yeah. Evolves. Um, but it's cool. It's got some diecast metal legs. Um, it comes with the the energy sword there and then it comes with two pistols and the rifle wield yeah and uh the way they did the the like the way you attach the pistols is pretty cool on the side he has like some panels that you can remove and then they give you like these little pistol holders that clip into there but uh that's cool yeah it's a cool figure um, how tall is he that's that's the thing he's like i haven't measured him but he's like Six, seven inches, maybe. Um, he's pretty small next to like uh, other figures. Like if you have Marvel Legends, he'll be like small next to them. You know what I mean? But I was looking it up because I had him next to my Mafex Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was six six, and Master Chief's supposed to be seven foot, but he's yeah. roughly like the same height as the Jordan figure. So I don't know what scale Mafex stuff is. But they're like close Should to the be pretty same close height. to twelfth scale, right? Yeah. How does the Jordan scale up with Legends? Is it small? Yeah, it's a little bit smaller. Actually, I think it is a little less it's than twelfth because the miles the miles is really short too. Well, isn't like Legends are six inch scale, but then like Mafex and stuff is like true one twelfth, right? Something that I like don't that. Know. Yeah, something weird. Yeah, um, but all in all, it's a great figure. I like it. You know. Glad I was able to pick it up at retail. So, hell yeah! Uh, let's check in on the chat. We have KJ Smith, Rome Ross, the Everyday Collector, Danikin, Lee Walker, JB Collection, uh, Sean Fear, Dean the Dream, Martin, Scott Bradley, uh, Caesar M, Equan, bunch of other people in the chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Mario, what did you get this week? Picked up the uh, 40th anniversary of Bubble Fett. Now, yes. I had to wait for the uh, the second sideshow run. I had it on the first batch, but just really couldn't pull the trigger on it then when it was ready. So finally, someone got it back into stock, and uh, I just got it over the weekend. It's a nice this piece. Is... I really like it. Yeah, great. He yeah. looks great. Yeah. This is um, the one with the uh, special packaging, right? Like yeah, the, uh, yeah. Kenner style? Exactly. Yeah, the vintage style packaging. Um, what I like about this piece are the, are the, uh, the switch outs on this thing. I've got the, the standard ESP Boba, and I wanted to get this one originally, but I never got a chance to get it. And then 
when I t when I made up my mind to really try to chase after this thing, it had completely sold out. So I was like, I was thankful that this was my second chance, that I had a second chance to get this piece. I really like it. So it's a good looking figure. The colors look great. The greens look yeah. vibrant and everything. So, congrats. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Dare I say a reissue? Maybe. <laughs> this is a reissue. How dare you? <laughs> Um, I had a pretty slow week. Uh, I've got the Transformers micro action figure. They call it the world's smallest bumblebee. Uh, sweet angel Mark Pearson <laughs> sent this over to me. And it was funny because uh, last week, Saturday after the show, uh, I had went to Target and I saw the Starscream. And I was like, that is so cool. And they had uh, another, like the same line, but from Magic the Gathering. It was like the world's smallest Magic deck, and it was like a 60-card deck that was playable, but it's, you know, like tiny, tiny, tiny. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and if they had the B, I'd totally get one. And uh, I didn't really mention it at all. Uh, and Monday, uh, Mark was like, hey, or I'm sorry, Friday, Mark was like, hey, I found this. Uh, would you be interested in it? And I was like, dude, you read my mind. And it's cool. It comes with a little stand uh, and the packaging. I haven't actually opened it from the bubble card thing, uh, but the the back of the packaging, it looks like you can actually take the figure out. It's like hinged in the back, uh, and you can, I guess, put it on the stand and then put it back. Uh, I probably won't ever do that, but it's it's a pretty neat scale. I want to, you know, eventually when I get the courage to take it out of the plastic thing, I want to put it with my six scale figure and see how that scales up. Uh, but I, it's like super cool. Um, How small is it, Zach? It's uh, shit. It's over there. I would say the the actual card itself is maybe like two inches tall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty small. Yeah. Uh, dollar Tree, which is like a dollar store in and where we live, I don't know if you guys have them over there, but they sell one and, I, and it looks identical. And I was thinking that this company was just repackaging that one. But this is like maybe a third the size of that one. It's really small, um, so it's it's definitely cool. So big shout out to Mark for that. And I told him I'd hook him up with something cool for hooking me up. Um, going back to Ichiban Kuji, it's like that Japanese style lottery. Uh, I did pick up the Ava Unit One uh, from the from a guy that like purchased a case of them, uh, and so I have that coming in. And I'm hoping to unbox Sweet. it tomorrow, though it may either be like right before After Dark or even during After Dark. Uh, so I'm not sure if it's going to be its own stream yet, but I'm getting that tomorrow. And it's pretty cool because they took that Unit 1 and then they redid it in the Awakening colors with some Awakening parts. Uh, and that's coming out, I think they said in June, as like the next wave of that uh, for the new film that just came out. So um, I have that on pre-order and I'm pretty excited about it. And we'll talk more Ava stuff later in the show uh, during the Joy of Hobbying. Getting into the news, we have some new pre-orders, Hot Toys, Ahsoka, and Grogu. Uh, you get two different versions if you're buying this, 315 for the uh, exclusive accessories, Deluxe Edition, and then 285 for uh, the non-Grogu slash DX style base. Uh, these are coming out July to September 2022, and I think they look pretty good. Uh, here's a few pictures here of the sculpt, showing off some of the posability. Uh, and really, I think my only issue that I have with this set, actually two issues. The first is they went with the seamless shoulders, and I think that's a pretty big mistake on a character like Ahsoka, where I think with this outfit, you really granted a lot of, you know, you're not really worried about leather or pleather ripping or, you know, the, the pants getting bunched up and, and getting damaged, like, you know, maybe on a Spider-Man figure or other figures. Uh, so having that 
shoulder without a joint. Seems like a mistake. And the other thing is, uh, Manny pointed this out, but the Ahsoka head sculpt looks almost identical to the bow head sculpt, and I can't unsee it. Like, I just can't. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on these things? On these uh, two? It is very similar. <clears throat> yeah, very similar. Um, They're both very, like, pronounced jawline women, though. Like, they both have, like, pretty similar, like, bone structure in the cheeks yeah, and in the jawline. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that. So I don't know if they were just like, "Hey, fuck it, let's let's use this sculpt that we <laughs> already did." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be, but I think it looks fine. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't see it. Uh, even with an overlay, you could see the difference in their lips, their eyes, their eye shapes. Now, if you mm-hmm. if you have two pissed off people or like stern looks on their faces overlap, there's obviously going to be some similarities. I just mm-hmm. I don't see that they clearly look like two different people. Um, yeah. But you are correct about the shoulder. Now, unfortunately, I don't see any other way around it because they were probably gonna piss someone off. Either way, yeah. they would have pissed people off. Uh, you're not wrong. I I yeah. I've seen muscle bodies that have like you know the torso as like one rubber piece, and then the arms are like hard plastic, but they are actually uh, a joint between them. Yeah, like and the Ray. Like the, yeah, the Creed that I have, the Ray as well, the Creed that I have, and they don't look bad, but you're right. It's, it's one of those things like, you know, the rooted versus uh, uh, actual sculpted, sculpted yeah. hair. Like, half the people are going to be pissed off. Um, I love this outfit, though. I personally won't be picking this up, mm-hmm. but um, I think it's great that they give you the option. Like, you know, if you bought the Deluxe Mando, you already have two Grogu's. Like, hey, if you don't need... All this extra stuff, and you have an, a, an extra Grogu. Uh, you have an option to get it for two eighty five, though. I do think that's a bit expensive, and a lot of people are complaining that though this is a DX set, it doesn't really feel like a DX set. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I don't really understand. Yeah, it, really the, it feels like they've really kind of diluted the DX line. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, yeah. This yeah, I don't think there's any reason. A, a deluxe and a DX is kind of exactly. Yeah. yeah, it seems like you're getting more out of the actual deluxe set than an actual dx so yeah. i see no reason for this thing to be a dx at all i mean no. let alone the um the other one what is it the dx 20 yeah with even fewer accessories why mm-hmm. are you why are you even calling that a dx yeah right? the yeah. dx 20 was the bail reissue or the bail remake right mm. no that's the dx 19 the, the dx the dx 20 is a light is the lighter ahsoka they want the less accessories yeah the yeah. DX21. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay. Yeah, it was Ahsoka and Everyone thought it was going to be that uh, Heath the Ledger. Joker. Everyone yeah. Joker, yeah. The Joker, yeah. The Joker, baby. Thank goodness, it, thank goodness it wasn't. But I <laughs> I, I think the figure looks great. Um, for John's heart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, figure I'm looks... Under, sorry. sorry, go ahead, B. No, I was going to say, I know where that quote's from now, because I just finished watching the whole run of American Office. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, figure looks great, but again, it's for me. It's the arms, like the seamless arms. You're, I don't think it's um, it's going to be recommended to no. to put her in a in a pose that's not a museum pose because over time, that rubber is just going to tear. Well, even if it does tear, you just slap the uh, slap the poncho on her, and then you got the other look. Right? Yeah, you um, can. But <laughs> battle but, damage, baby. Yeah, battle damage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for for me, when I think of Ahsoka. I don't think of Rosario, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna get the Clone Wars one that comes out sooner, mm-hmm. and call that a win. 
Um, I don't know. Like, I don't hate Rosario as Ahsoka. I just, like, don't buy it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I was just kind of like... Did the Clone Wars version have seamless arms, too? Or seamless shoulders? Uh, we can pull it up uh, yeah, real quick. I think it does. Equan says jointed shoulders would really bother me and stick out like a sore throat. Yeah, they would bother Same me. Same here. Same here. I, I like how it looks right as is. Yeah. I mean, it looks fantastic. Now, and I do this, so I don't see it being a huge fucking problem. I think people like to make mountains out of molehills. But do a pose like this, take a couple pictures, and then undo it. Exactly. Yeah. My Wonder yeah. Woman has held up fine because I don't do crazy shit yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, people are always posting their Wonder Woman's like yeah, armpits or their shoulder blades are all fucked up. I'm like, yeah, but you leave it in these poses. Yeah, I think if you didn't put the arms much higher up than that, you'd be fine. But as soon as you started getting sort of to that level, then you'd be stressing the underarm. And keep looking in mind, at sorry, these ahead. looking at these photos, I think it is a segmented. Yeah. You know, but this is a real clean transition because you yeah. get the uh, the outfit mm -hmm. that can cover that yeah. that transition. Go ahead, Jonathan. I'm sorry. I, I think Hotos is going to be looking at this this Ahsoka figure and seeing uh, what comes out that collectors really like, what they don't like. Because don't forget, we're still going to be getting the show, so I, I don't think this is going to be the only Ahsoka figure we're going to be. Oh no. Be getting. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do like no. her little ninja feet. I thought. Yeah, those are yeah, 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 those are toes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the armor bits. I mean, this is without a doubt a great looking figure. Yeah. Uh, just for me personally, when I think of Ahsoka, I think of Clone Wars, so I'd rather have that look Makes sense, um, yeah. than this. But that being said, this thing looks amazing. And if anybody, you know, is on the fence, like I could see why. Uh, that's just me personally. I'd rather go Clone Wars. Yeah. I'm going to get both. Um, yeah. Me too. That's true. You could get both. You're not wrong. She I should have come me, with the spear. That, yeah, that's what yeah. I say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I think that's a, a an accessory that we all want that none, no figures come with yet. So, um, I think you're uh, you're not wrong. I think some people said this is a reuse of the Yoda base, also from ESB, but I don't yeah. recall yeah. it having that big tree on the side. It does. It does. I have. Yeah, that. it's very okay. similar. It's the exact yeah. same okay. base. Okay. It, it would have been nice to have another head sculpt, like a battle head sculpt. Um, that would have been nice, DX. too. Especially yeah, for the DX. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Does I know the, this one um, does feature the eye rolling system, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. there's the, that. And so did Alita, and that wasn't a DX. Yeah. It, well, this it, one with Grogu come I need with that her regular so base, too? Um, most likely. A DX base? It, usually they come both. I, I, yeah. I don't know if it's confirmed, but usually... Uh, we'll get the basic base as well. Because the regular base is kind of cool. It's that lake scene. Yeah. All the reason they get them both, out. right? Oh, you're yeah. saying the regular base from the... No, from, that I don't think like we'll the... get. No, I think it's, you get the, if you get the exclusive, then you get the diorama yeah. base. And if you get the regular, you get the... Yeah, I thought you were talking about that black stand, the regular black stand that we usually get. And that's what yeah. Equan just said. He says, I hate how they don't include the regular waterfront base with yeah. the deluxe DX. Yeah, they won't. But, I, but that's weird, though, because... I, I think for every DX that I like the older ones, like for example, DX07, you would get the diorama base and like a generic style base. Correct. So yeah. of course. I think that kind of goes back to what you guys were saying about watering down of the line. Mm. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I think DX07 was there for, well, no, it would have been, they would have been further into the line, uh, the DX line. But again, that's yeah. when they were, they were innovating. The DX line at that time was an innovation. Now it's, it, it, you gave the perfect analogy is watering down yeah yeah 
Yeah, you can see right here the uh, the base has that big old tree uh -huh. sticking out. Yeah. Is it the same tree? Because the tree looks different. Yeah, that it might be. It might be painted a little bit differently. It just it looks like different. The, the sculpt looks different, not the paint. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it looks different to me, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Tree gate, base gate. Uh, anyways, uh, Asmus showed their Helm's Deep Legolas one ninety five for the collector's edition, two eighty nine for the exclusive. This is coming out June two thousand twenty one. Uh, the difference here being the uh, online store exclusive comes with. Uh, this little diorama in the back, and it's actually quite large. It comes in at 50 centimeters tall, so uh, it's definitely going to be something that you need a little bit of space with if that's how tall the figure is going to be. Uh, this is what you get in the regular edition uh, set, so again, the difference being the uh, diorama. Not a huge fan of the head sculpt, and I'm not a huge fan of the mixed sculpted slash rooted hair. Um, other than that, I think the outfit and the accessories look fantastic. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, they're always just just slightly off on the sculpts. Mm -hmm. Like, I could see it, like, in the eyes and, like, the mouth, but, like, the nose seems a little too broad, and his head seems too, like, wide. Uh, what's his name? He's a real thin guy, especially as Legolas. He's very, like... Yeah, people mm -hmm. say they see um, a lot of Ray Liotta in this sculpt. <laughs> yeah, <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's crazy, yeah. well. Yeah. Dude, the second you said Ray, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I really like uh, it. I've got, I've obviously got the first one. I think the first one's got a stronger um, likeness to Orlando Bloom, but obviously it had all plastic hair and it was pretty bad. Um, I might pick up the, the basic one. I'm not interested in that massive um, diorama. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, in pictures I'm looking at on Google, like, he's, his head's pretty thick. Like... I know, I, when I saw it, I know people were disappointed in the way the face looked, but I think it looks pretty close. Um, the problem is with with um, their Lord of the Rings figures is it'll probably look worse in hand. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but uh, the one thing I like about the figures they're doing is these bases. These diorama yeah. bases yeah, are the really bases cool. Nice. Yeah. I really like How them. do you guys feel about rooted and sculpted hair together? Do not yeah, like no. I think that's worse than one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, just give like stick one to, one. Yeah. to one. I think the yeah. Jack Sparrow, uh, the the later DX actually has some of that. Yeah, that's why I yeah. didn't get that one. Yeah, <laughs> I think the, the other one. They've they've always said they couldn't do this fully rooted because they can't. There's no way they can do the yeah the, the braiding on the sides. Now, obviously, we know that some custom people have done that, but they're charging. 300 pounds just just to do yeah, one head wild. i i had a, a a better solution or a cheaper solution because because the the asthma's figures that face comes off it's like a separate piece it will come off the head um uh -huh. and i bought one of these um kind of you know uh 20 pound um dolls heads off uh, online and you can take the hair piece off that and i just grafted that on and uh it looks really good um you know that was the only problem with that original one was the horrible sort of bright yellow you know mm -hmm. plastic hair but i don't know i like this i think it's cool but i mean i, I don't need two legolas i don't need to pick it up i think it depends whether the whole outfit apart from the um the extra shoulder pieces and the belt and the sword if it's all the same then it might not be worth me getting but i do love me some lord of the rings if there wasn't so many characters in this fucking series, I would buy them. 
Yeah, you only but need it's like, nine. Even the fellowship is how many people? Nine. Nine. It's like nine yeah. people. Yeah, it's like, dude. Yeah. Fuck no. A hundred percent. Like, I want a Legolas and an Aragorn and a Boromir. Like, a Gimli, right? Like, you can't have Legolas without Gimli. No, you could, go with, you could go with three. You could have Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas, and that would Yeah, but dude, the Hobbits, they're the fucking you want, heroes. Yeah, and then you want Gandalf. Exactly. And, yeah, like, it sucks, dude, because, like, I really do love Lord of the Rings. And, like, at least, like, once a year, I'll, like, plan a week where I watch the extended versions. Yeah. Did you yeah. get the 4K ones, Dean? No, I just have the DVD ones. Uh, Rainer DVD? got them for me as a gift. DVDs, really? Wow. Not even, not even Blu-ray? <laughs> no, they're the, just the DVDs. Jesus, man. Dean, I have, you... I have the trilogy <laughs> on Vudu. You can watch it in, like, I think it's either HD or 4. I think it's Hey, HD man, it was a gift. I'm not going to fucking be I like, hope, oh, thanks for nothing, Rainer. I hope you're watching those on a, on <laughs> Did a you got you on VHS. At least it was a VHS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got you the VHS cop. It's on 17 VHS. If you, uh, if yeah. you go back, Zach, to the photo of the figure for a second. No. Eddie no. wants to talk about this picture, and I no, pulled it see, up. No, see, because um, Zach was saying, dude. well, if you show the picture, you're going to look like he, Oh, my God. I just switched to his, the uh, Well, the, the chin and the nose is pretty thick in the picture. On the yeah, picture like, of the actor. Like, his eyes on the toy are too far in, so it makes his head look like real fucking out here. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's the way you you just see it. I guess. Yeah, you I know, think other people are saying that maybe it looks a bit more like him in the Hobbit. I mean, obviously he's like. Ooh, that's a good point. Quite a bit yeah, older. Older. Yeah. They try to like but somehow him. younger. Mm. Right. Well, this is the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, if that left hand photo there, like those legs look like pool noodles. I think it's the expression, <laughs> yeah, <like a> lot, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I think it's the expression, like, with his eyebrows kind of, like, stern like that, and I don't know. I think that's what He has got thin legs. He has got thin legs. I thought it was just me, but I think it's... But depends how you pose him, I think. I mean, to me, this is like, if you were going to get the figures, the Battle of Helm's Deep is the figures to get. Like, that's such a fucking, like, iconic part Mm -hmm. of the movies. Like, arguably the coolest fight in all of the show, or the all of them um also legolas is like one of my favorite characters probably honestly in all of lord of the rings probably my favorite i fucking love legolas but i just can't bring myself to go down that rabbit hole but if you do helm's deep you only need the three because they're not all there anyway that's true you're not wrong that's a good excuse (laughs) but gandalf shows up that's four uh no he doesn't (laughs) he shows up at the other one no he um, shows up at the end on the hill yeah, that's not oh, that's yeah. not Helm's Deep though. That's um, Minas Tirith or whatever, isn't it? No, Minas Tirith. No, that was is, that was Helm's Deep. It's Helm's Deep. Oh, he does. You're right. Fake Sorry. fan. Yeah. Fake fan. He, no, yeah, get him out of here. Get out of here. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh, I'm just kidding. You don't want you, you don't want their Gandalf the White though. That was a terrible figure. Uh, that's what I've heard. That's exactly you own it. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it was pretty bad. If you bought it and stuck the new head sculpt on, then you'd be okay. But um, I mean, if you own anything uh, and stuck that head sculpt on, yeah, um, um, yeah. Ian said it looks like Henry Cavill, and I can't unsee that. I'll just <laughs> leave you guys with that. Oh snap! <laughs> so you got a little bit, yeah. Now this was the coolest <laughs> fucking thing, <laughs> and 
Mario, mm-hmm. you could shut the hell up about it. Uh, <laughs> this was the coolest fucking thing I have ever seen. Now, when they when they put this up, they put it up on Friday, and I was like half paying attention. I literally like stood up and I was like, holy shit. I thought it was one of those like, hey, we found one statue in the warehouse sales. I didn't really notice it was different. And so I'm, I'm rushing to order it. And then I'm like, wait a second, this is a totally different statue in it. And I was so happy because I remember being at my local comic store, Gravity Damage, the day that they had gotten their allotment in of the first statue. And they had one open and they had three more in box on the counter. And the guy's like, yeah, we just got these today. We're about to post them on Facebook. Like, we think they're going to sell pretty quick. If you want one, you know, I would either put it on layaway now or, you know, just buy it. Me being naive, I'm like, I like Toothless. You know, I'll come back tomorrow. Like, they're not going to sell four uh, $250 Toothless statues. Uh, and so I check out a review, and I'm like, dude, this is an amazing statue. I'm going to buy it. I think it was at that time it would have been my first statue. And I came back, and they sold out, like, instantly. Wow. And they were gone. Yeah, because it was cheap as shit. The price, How cheap was it? Uh, 250 The price of these statues on the secondary market of the original, uh, I think you're looking at, like, I think when last time I checked, it was, like, over $1,500. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. And, and that's, like, they're so, like, sought after that I think companies in China were recasting them. And you were you would have to pay more than legit retail to get a recasted one, Jeez. which is you know I guess ethically bad. But I was very tempted, right? Uh, this is toothless from the the end of the uh, third film. I know on In and Out, you guys weren't sure, uh, but in this film he does get a, a new tail fin, and yeah. it's black, and mm-hmm. so that's what uh, this represents. And just the pose just looks incredible. Uh, obviously, this is a prototype, so I'm saying this with a grain of salt, but the paintwork looks really solid. Uh, I love the um, this uh, stone that he's standing on. Uh, I, I love everything about this. Um, I used to have a black dog and unfortunately passed away a few years ago, and so Toothless has always reminded me of, of that dog that I used to have, and so this was like an instant pickup. The The price does suck because uh, yeah, it's it obviously a lot more than $250, uh, but at the same time, uh, the first time I ever talked to Dylan on Collecting Weekly, I think it was like episode 30, was the first time we had Dylan on, and we were talking about statues, and I said my two grails are the T-Rex and to own a Toothless statue. And so I have the T-Rex already, and I'm finishing it out with Toothless. And uh, as far as the statue goes, it's not a huge statue. It's 12 tall by 9.5 uh, wide by 14.3 deep. And then there's a look at it compared to the original statue. Um, in a perfect world, that have both. Uh, it is not a perfect world, so I'm probably never going to own mm. the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this just looks great. And, I mean, I have big statues, uh, and big statues are fun, but uh, making space, which we'll talk about later, making space for big statues really sucks. Uh, so for me, I like this, the form factor of this. Um, you know, I appreciate that his tail's curved so that it kind of fits a little cleaner into... Uh, some different shelves that I might pick up in the future, uh, but this this is like the the absolute coolest thing that you know I just I cannot wait uh, for it to come out and this is uh, retail three seventy five December to February uh, December two thousand twenty one to February two thousand twenty two. I love that yeah. they're still using the apple, like apples don't come in different <laughs> sizes. Yeah, yeah. you're not. Yeah, they, you know, 
Yeah, and I'm, I did make a mistake. Yeah, it's like, is it a Red Delicious or a Honeycrisp? Those are two very different <laughs> <Yeah>. sizes. <laughs> wow. Right? Is it a baking apple? Now, yeah. I did... Um, I did make a mistake initially, and Dean Dean called me out on it, and I fixed it. But I was like, Steven's Collectibles is closed. I'm going to order this on Sideshow and, like, lock this in, right? Because in my head, I'm just like, I cannot miss this again, right? And uh, once Dean mentioned, like, well, if you get it from Steven's, like, he, you won't pay shipping, and, you know, like, I have some store credit. Like, it'll be a lot cheaper at the end of the day to get it from Steven's. Uh, big shout out to Steven's Collectibles. They called Sideshow first thing in the morning, locked in my order, sent me all the paperwork for the pre-order. And uh, the way Steven's does it, because uh, if you buy it through Sideshow, your payments don't start until, I think, like August, because it's like a five-month plan. But with Steven's, I'm able to start paying on it immediately, so it's only like $30 a month for like, you know, up until yeah. whenever it releases. So it uh, makes real friendly. Yeah, real friendly on the budget. And, um, you know, I know you guys aren't the biggest fans of Toothless... Uh, I am. Specifically, uh, you three I am. on the bottom I, are troublemakers. I love, no, I love Toothless, dude. <laughs> specifically, um, Mario. No, no, I, I, I like the movies. It's just that, you know what? Yeah. This, the head sculpt leaves a lot to be desired, along with the Jolly Rancher. What? Standing. I think the <laughs> base looks really sculpt? good, actually. I like the base. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, a How swap can you out, critique what? this and not Hot Toys? Because this shit is easy to, like, this is an animated character. Like, this is almost perfect. You know? Yeah, Zach, Zach, no, no, go back no. To that I'm shot. not. Go back to the. Okay, you know what? Let, let me it, let me reiterate. I I want to say maybe the expression. You know. Oh. He's it's so like happy. A, a little, a little, I exactly. kind of wish. At the end of the movie. Uh, at know? the end of the movie, he's so happy, dude. He's not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. Never mind. I'm about to. Zach, no. I kind of <laughs> wish they gave him a switch out head with uh, the smile with no teeth. That would have been kind of cool, dude. That would have been. That would have been, been awesome. Chef's kiss. Steven. Steven brought up a good point. That tail fin. I hopefully they. They fix it. It looks a little rough there. Um, the yeah, there is a little yeah. bit of a seam there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm worried about and there and was seam. there's yeah, a but seam, when right? you display that, I don't think you'll see it. If you display them mm. from a certain angle, you're not going to see it. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're not do you see where the, the do you see where it's the fin where is? The fin and the yeah, my mouth isn't showing you up mean on the screen. The, you mean the metal part that goes all the way around the tail to secure it in? Oh, it's supposed to be there. It could be. That, yeah, no, that's what right. that is. Yeah. Well, yeah, because oh, okay. because well, the the prosthesis yeah. wraps around the tip <laughs> yeah. of the tail. Okay, Ooh, so it's a prosthesis. We might be okay. you dinguses. Yeah, but are you supposed to be seeing? Is there supposed to be a gap between the we fin need and that the tail? <laughs> yeah, because uh, in the first, I'm assuming you haven't seen the movie. In the first one, his uh, I, I think it's when he when he first gets like almost caught. His uh, tail, the fin rips off when he's in a trap. Mm-hmm. And, Spoilers. Uh, he can't fly. Well, <laughs> yeah, he can't fly. And so uh, Hiccup, who okay. tames and like befriends him, uh, makes him this red prosthesis. And you can see right there the brown where it connects. Okay. And so in the in the third movie, he's trying to like – he's like growing up. And so he's trying to knock boots with this bad little cutie. And so he makes him a black one to match his, uh, his, you know, his actual skin color. Um, you know, it's a great, honestly, like my kid loves these movies. I love Toothless because I watched them with her and, uh, it reminds me of, uh, my pup. So I like, uh, definitely, uh, definitely I, older. I like what they did. The contrast of the black with the colorful base. It'll look good yeah, on a blue, show. Yeah. With that pink and yeah. the reds. It pops. Just go to that side view again, Zach. I was just going to just piss you off and say that I like it, <laughs> but that bit on that mushroom on the side of it looks like, uh, 
Superman didn't quite spot his landing properly <laughs> and then <laughs> embedded oh, in the earth with just his foot sticking out. Oh, I can't see that. It looks like he gets smashed. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's like My that big a... Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah the Wicked Witch. Yeah. <laughs> we need oh, a funny. hiccup statue. Good catch, <laughs> What's that, that Eddie? Funny. We need a hiccup statue or a, or a figure to go next to him. I dude, need hiccup one, bro. sucks, bro. <laughs> the, get, hiccup get is a cock, dude. We don't even need him, dude. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> um, dude, honestly, he he alright, dude. Dude, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on to rumors. Three zero has, and I say this very loosely, hey! confirmed. Uh, so Fisher Steven on Facebook uh, sent them a message. He says, sorry to bother you. Just wondering if there's any more figures planned for Berserk. I recently got your armor version, and it is amazing. And he is not wrong. That's a fantastic figure. Uh, love the manga, and sure, more figures will be very popular. Uh, to which they respond, dear customer, thank you so much for your support. We do have plans for more Berserk. Please stay tuned. And this was also confirmed by a few other people that messaged them as well. So if you're a big fan of Berserk, I know Dean, uh, Dean's sister is... Uh, this yeah, is a it's great like they only ever them. make fucking guts. It's like, dude, Casca, Judo. I mean, say what you will about Griffith, but like, there's so many other cool characters you can make. Zod. Yeah, Nosferatu Zod, apostle form and human form. Like, come on, do something. Was, it's like that yeah. meme with or the poking with a stick. Like, do something. Dude, that's what I, that was me at Dogecoin today, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> update from Tamashi Nations. Uh, they tweeted, shipping update. We have exciting news. Our inspection is now complete, and we'll begin shipping out your order shortly. As you know from previous communication, uh, we wanted to ensure all items were undamaged from the storm while at sea. So basically, uh, I believe the story goes that several crates of, of uh, Bandai uh, event-exclusive figures, I guess, were like either damaged or thrown overboard uh, during some nasty weather a few months back and, and it took them a while to recover the crates uh, and and now that they've inspected them they're going to start shipping and fulfilling those orders that have been uh, unfulfilled for months I think this Dude, was back in November are those things watertight? I don't think so um, <laughs> I don't know I don't we'll think find so out. but they said that yeah. they inspected them uh, Drunken Production says he got an email that his kid Gohan shipped so congratulations but uh, I mean, they did say they inspected them, so I mean, if it if it comes and it's all water Dude, drunk, damaged, I mean, <laughs> drunken productions. Let us know if the box is all warped, because if they went overboard, you'd have to think, you know. I mean, they were probably fine. The container filled with water. Mm. Uh, Maybe, I, I don't know, so. bro. I mean, there goes our hope of finding a Gohan on the beach one day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean, it is that time of the show for a quick word from our sponsors it's what the scrapyard any we want to thank our friends at Wado scrapyard for sponsoring tonight's episode you can find them on instagram at Wado scrapyard they're also on facebook and ebay as well yeah man they make 3d printed parts for hard to come by canon hasbro vehicles which is a huge help when you're looking for those lost pieces uh they also make uh printed head sculpts of literally anybody you could think of literally anyone they've made a head sculpt of me they've made head sculpts of uh pewdiepie for you they've made all kinds of jedi all kinds of characters from the star wars universe they are absolutely amazing they can get any sculpt you want designed and printed for a reasonable fee today we also want to thank our sponsor one six corner zach i absolutely adore one six corner 
they are the best in the biz. Great prices, great customer service. You send them a message, you don't get ignored, you don't get pushed to the back of some line. They write back, they're they're super polite, super caring, they pack and ship excellently. They're the best in the biz. Yeah, man. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to the customers. They offer really good prices, like you said, great packaging, the likes of which we had never seen before. Literally. And fast shipping. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. What a bunch of angels. And a big shout-out to Rick D. He sponsored up uh, on Patreon during the show at the top tier. So big shout-out to Rick. We'll uh, get you added to the uh, Patreon slide. Uh, This week, LA Comic Con uh, hosted MicroCon. It was a live plus digital event. And uh, Sideshow slash Hot Toys uh, did have some displays there. Uh, we did get our first look at the Bodega Cat Suit Miles Morales. It's what those... Oops, sorry about that. Uh, from I hit the space bar and I just triggered that again. Uh, from the uh, PS5 slash 4 video game, uh, you also get another look there at the, uh, the new Origins Iron Man uh, looking interesting. Uh, and they did also have the uh, Black Widow from the new movie on display and this figure mm. looks really good in this picture yeah it I don't know is it I just do me not... or does the head look a little bit big is it just me maybe it's just me i a little bit you're not wrong but i mean just the suit looks great it looks like they added the separation between the top of the boots and the bottom I'm, um, okay i was i'm glad you said that because i was gonna say i'm glad they gave her one ankle articulation and two actual fucking boots not that stupid high heel bullshit they always put on her. It's like, why the fuck would she be running around with these shoes on? Yeah. And that, that, crotch, safe. that crotch grabber is mean. And they know none of those stupid overlaps either. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, nah, <laughs> y'all need Jesus, bro. Um, also, they had the uh, Mandalorian line of display. So, Bo Katan, the. You, you uh, mean Ahsoka? Oh, yeah, Ahsoka Tano. Uh, Travolta Tano. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> The what is this? The Death Watch Mandalorian? Yeah, that yeah. looks really good. There's that uh, beautiful face there, uh, and the Boba, which looks oh, incredible. On his janky ass hands, he's like, you can't even fucking. He's like, Ugh, I can't. <laughs> He's gonna break his fucking wrist, bro. Cur- Carpal tunnel kicked in. Yeah, yeah. It's too girthy, bro. It's like somebody's using the force on his hand. Yeah, like, what is going on with his right yeah. hand and his yeah. left hand? It's... Yeah, looks like talons, bro. Other than that, it does look fantastic. Uh, I think the hands look fine. I don't want the the deluxe set. I kind of just want the regular Boba Fett. But he only looks like that for an episode, and then he get, he paints it up. So it's like, do I he's wait? In the back with some because uh, he's gonna come out with his own show, and you know yeah. they're gonna fucking make another one. Yeah, uh, Mario I'm says the crotch ga- the crotch grabber giving Danny a clue. That's fucked up, bro. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Why we gotta come at Danny like that? Um, up next, uh, you also have Moff Gideon with the Dark Trooper on display. These are looking really good, um, and of course this bad boy, which probably should oh. be shipping pretty soon. I yes. know Hot uh, uh, yeah. Sideshow did the unsealed and revealed on it. Um, it's looking pretty good. And one thing I wanted to point out: a lot of people were asking about this, but uh, these little acrylic risers that you see all these figures on—you can get them on Amazon. A lot of people were like freaking out, like just like I need to have these. I've never thought to do this. Uh, you can get them on Amazon. They come in different shapes and sizes. They're like ten bucks for like you know three pack, and uh, 
I think they add some interesting display options for uh, six scale and even 12th scale figures. So definitely check those out. Uh, they did also have the Batman uh, Nightwing on display. I will say I kind of like the third party one that's coming out a little bit more from the uh, Teen Titans, I think it's season two. Uh, but I mean, this looks okay. I've, I've never played the Arkham game, so maybe it's, uh, you know, an iconic look there, but it just looks... I think it looks really good. I don't know. What, the hair, there's something it? about it. I don't know. I just don't like it. It could just be like, I just need to see more pictures of it, but I think I have it in my mind of what I want this character to look like, and it's more in line with the Teen Titans version. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate to the Arkham game. Oh, no, yeah. I think it is too, but I'm just saying, yeah. just for me personally, I like the Titans look a little bit more. Uh, Ace Toys did also have some stuff on display, or 3-0 rather, uh, and they had the Rangers set, and honestly, these are coming together pretty good. Uh, I know we kind of, or at least I kind of didn't like them initially, but uh, I think at $100 a pop, I'm, I'm like really digging these. Yeah, uh, And so we'll see how these turn out once they're released. But You still have all your Power Rangers, right? Yeah, I don't have the green or the white Ranger, but I do have the OG5. So... I don't know. I, I part of me wants to update to the new ones, but I know I'm going to get next to nothing on the secondary market for the ones I have now. So, yeah. Um, you know. If I can ask you guys, what's from the con? No. What's the uh, what's your most anticipated piece coming out that you're looking forward to? From this? From the con, the microcon they had. I mean, from this? Yeah, from, from this. Yeah, probably the Rangers. Uh, probably the Rangers. two pack, the Boba two pack. That shit. That's gonna be the figure of the year, Hot Toys. I of guess, the year. Oh wow! I guess Boba or uh, Bogaton. Cool. Because like I said, like I want a Boba Fett, but you know he's getting his own show. So, what about you, Jonathan? You know they're gonna remake it. I really like. Uh, I agree with Eddie that. Uh, yeah. Boba Fett looks great, but that, for me. Uh, all right. It's cool. the I'll, I'll just, for me. Because <laughs> when fun, when Zach's, <laughs> or when Dean says shit like. For me, it's the the scene like, that he bro, came you're just out a on. Probationary host, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like he, got he came He's... out, he came out cracking skulls on, in that scene before he gets the armor and shit. And you like yeah. you need that Boba. Like if there's a Mandalorian Boba Fett that you need, it's that one. Yeah, but That's... you can also make the argument that in the original movies he doesn't do shit. So why? Yeah, but fuck the original. Movies? No, Ooh, I'm oh, with you man. on that. What? Wow. Where the fuck is the remove button? What e- the fuck did ejecto, he just say? Ejecto Cito. <laughs> Boba Fett was not cool until Mandalorian. Everybody else who liked him, I don't, tell me why. Why are we like still him. letting him talk? Yeah, get rid of him again. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why you liked him. Unless you read the books, then fine, he was cool. But in the original movies, he sucked. I thought Boba, Boba Fett was always a popular character. He was, yeah, he was. but I don't was, know why. He was just cool looking, but he didn't do shit. He yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm not saying fuck the trilogy or nothing like that. But I didn't yeah, say that's a, that. That's a big statement. Well, you just said. You literally you just... <laughs> <laughs> I said fuck the original trilogy Boba Fett. I said fuck the original trilogy Boba Fett. I was going to say, why on earth is that two-pack not a DX? It, it makes exactly. No Ahsoka is a DX. I mean, what's going on? Yeah, if know. anything, no, that is DX a proper be that piece. That's like the first proper DX for a long time, so it's probably the, long the, time, oh, yeah. the best bid one, you know, that actually had two separate figures. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for the, uh, the Dark Troopers. 
Bring them all on. John, going back to you, what is the thing you were most excited for from MicroCon? I like that uh, trooper with the bike. I think that looks awesome, especially yes. watching Sideshow's unboxing. Oh, man. It's, oh, I haven't watched that yet. Has that gone up now? It's up, yeah. Oh, the, mm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. How much is it? I think it's like prices. 420 Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pricey. It's oh, up there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's exciting is they're probably going to release an Endor um yeah, they have the well. without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if the they don't, look, it would be a trap. Wasn't that a rumor a while ago? An indoor Luke with the bike, for, for sure. Uh, Joe P says four fifty five. I Whoa. have never heard that rumor, but it makes sense because they did indoor Luke already. So it's yeah. so a no brainer they'll do the a reissue because it's <laughs> got the now the reissue is coming with the Mandalorian. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. come with the bike. Watch if he comes with the bike, it's a little, it's different, but. But you'll be able to buy them separately, though. You'll yeah. have an option. Yeah, for sure. But I'm excited for this. It's like, what do you do? Do you buy two bikes? Do you buy a bike with the two troopers? Let's see what happens. You do what your wallet allows. You do what your space, what space you have to deal with. Oh, that transition was oh, crisp. Wow, great PPK. segue. Wow, yeah. Uh, so I put up a post on Ox. I said, in and out had a great discussion Friday, which apparently Dylan was upset because he said that he had a discussion first on his show. <laughs> Uh, on space restrictions and collecting, <laughs> and I'd love to hear some members chime in uh, to continue the talk tonight on CW. Sean Usby said, when you run out of space, do the right mm-hmm. thing, buy a bigger house, problem solved, uh, which I mean, we'll talk about that in a second because that might be a thing. Uh, and I said only if Doge acts right. Chris Porteous says the strategy won't apply to six-scale collectors, but I knew I'd run out of space for my vintage Kenner Canadian carded run before it was finished. So I put in store display pegs, and I switch out which ones are on the front every once in a while. Most of the pegs are three to four deep now. I have a handful of higher-end ones that I'll display separately, but this is a good spot for 70% of the 100 or so figures. Other collectors did enjoy flicking through in those pre-Rona days. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i at the point with uh, collecting that, you know, because I've been, I've been fortunate to be working during COVID, and, uh, you know, I'm... I am uh, all about if the government wants to send me some socialism money to, you know. It's your money. Don't say that. It's your money. They stole it from you. Look, man, (laughs) you're not wrong. But I'm just saying, if if Biden wants to send me some money or the Donald or whomever wants to send me some money, I'm all for it. And so I've been able to pick up a few things here and there. Uh, Usually every stimulus, I'll put a small, fun money aside. And uh, I think for the first time, space is now becoming the limiting factor for me in terms of picking things up right mm-hmm. and uh you know i had this whole discussion in my head plan how i wanted it to go but today we just found out that we might have to move soon uh and oh, so no. oh. uh that sucks but uh, the thing is like with what we do i use this for for this you know collecting weekly and so a chunk of this has to be like space reserved for that and so the total space I have is cut down because I also have to factor in, like, you know, when Dean and the other guys come, we set up a table. There has to be some space to do things in. So I can't, like, go and cram this full of stuff. Uh, but also, like, there's different things that I have to deal with. Like, you know, I don't want too many details in here because then the room will become too echoey. All kinds of things. And I guess now a lot of that doesn't really matter because, you know, probably within the next year I'll be in somewhere else. Uh, but at least currently, you know, I'm getting things and like, crap, should I just sell all my Transformers figures and make space in that shelf? Or should I sell all my, you know, 12th scale stuff and make space for that? Because, you know, I do have quite a few things that I've paid off that are 
in the process of coming uh, that I'm needing to make space for. And, you know, with some of these statues being polystone and being quite heavy, it's like not only is space a factor, but the weight capacity of some of these shelves, I can't just go putting them willy-nilly on some fragile shelves and, you know, have things break in the middle of the night. So space has been the final frontier for me as a collector, and it's just been something that, you know... I'm constantly, like the past maybe month, rearranging and uh, just trying to figure out what goes where. Danny says, don't you sell the Bumblebee statue? It is never going to be sold. Don't worry, Danny. If you bought it for him, he will sell it eventually. That is the worst thing. (laughs) And Joe P says, wait till the child tax credit monthly stimmy kicks in, bro. I can't wait. It's interesting Um, to hear this from you guys because obviously in the UK, we all have this impression that... um, you know, every American house is absolutely huge, and you've all got these basements where you can just deck them out as your, as your, you know, um, display no, rooms California. and stuff. So only, it's in the, only in the tornado belt. So it's interesting to hear from, uh, I suppose, normal people who still have the same kind of space issues as, as you know, we possibly do here in, in, in the UK as well. So. I'm not normal. Yeah, <laughs> and it's tough. It's tough with hot toys and and how, for example, the Boba Fett. Uh, the Boba Fett set, we're getting two figures. The Scout Trooper, do we buy one? Do we buy two? Mm -hmm. The pieces are getting bigger, so you're going to need more space. And it actually came up, when I watched the Sideshow unboxing, uh, it was Terry Smith and Guy Clender were hosting. And while they were opening it, uh, Guy Clender said, yeah, I bought two. And they actually said, you have the space for that? And he actually said, I buy first, and I'll worry about the space after. Because yeah, when, when you see these nice figures, it's tough. It's tough to say, hey, I'm not going to pick it up because of the space. You're better off picking it up and then working around it. If you have some extra figures you can sell to make the space, pick up the figure first and then sell later. Yeah, but so what if you don't have the space to actually yeah. store it? When you're when you're starting to pay for the space to store everything, no, I mean, and then that starts yeah. going into your budget. Well, that's a different ball then, game. Then how do you yeah. figure that? Yeah, that's, that, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that happened. No. Unless on, I kick somebody out over here. <laughs> that happened on on Mario's show on In and Out. I jumped on really late in the discussion, but somebody said like, "Oh, for the past like three or four years, I've paid seventy five hundred bucks in storage Jeez. fees." Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, "Yeah, but your collection is worth way more than that at that point." Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it sucks paying for storage, but. Yeah, but like, at a point, at a like, point though, it'll you'll have spent more on storing it. Now, granted, this could be way in the future, long term, but there yeah. will come a point where he could have spent more to store it than it's actually worth. Right. right? But what do you store it? If I can't, if I can't display it, I don't want it. Exactly. Uh, so that's a that's a good point, Pete. Yeah. What are you storing? Are you storing yeah. figures in boxes, or are you storing yeah. empty boxes? Because mm-hmm. if you're storing empty boxes and you that's don't fine. plan on selling, then you can just yeah. start a bonfire in the backyard. But yeah, these people that well, say oh, I've got, <laughs> you know, oh, dude, are you kidding me? Mario no would burn down California, bro. Mario would just oh, burn wow. down California if you tried to do that. <laughs> resale, <laughs> right? resale value. There's no resale value with these you know, issues. You know, some people have. Boxes <laughs> How dare you, John? <laughs> And they say, oh, I, 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 you know, rotate my collection and stuff. But for me, the amount of money I've spent on these figures, I want to see them all. And exactly. yeah. I think, although it can be a negative thing, I think the space is a very positive thing for me because if you're not financially, you know, if you could afford to, to buy these figures, you could just keep buying loads and loads and loads. It's the space issue that has managed mm-hmm. allowed me to streamline my collection and get it under control because otherwise, it, you know, it could go so. 
it's limiting in some ways and there's some things you have to go you know i just can't have that because um but i think for me it's actually been quite a positive thing to have a set amount of space and not kind of go beyond that so yeah i know that yeah. there's some collectors too that are really disciplined enough that will only display what or only hold on to what they can display yeah right yeah. i remember the clipper king talking about that how he would just rotate his collection for everyone that comes in he already had he's already had this figure for a long time i've already mm -hmm. enjoyed it moving on let let the next collector enjoy it but but yeah. for me personally because i mean i have a hard time letting go of things so i'm trying to get into the mentality to where like you know what everything everything yeah. is for sale at the right yeah, price. yeah see i don't because i've know? probably got say if i got 100 figures now i've probably owned three or four hundred so my collection has really mm -hmm. evolved over the, the 10 years yeah know? and i don't regret selling any of it so um yeah i think once you can get over that that kind of hurdle as well it makes yeah it my easier. problem too is i'm i'm starting to get into statues man and i've been starting to, yeah, i've been seeing some pieces tough. lately that i'm like <laughs> oh my gosh where would i where would i put that right now you know yeah and if you oh. think about it like if you're able to sell the stuff in your storage unit to the point where you could stop paying for it that's an extra mm, you know x exactly. dollars a month that you could put towards I mean, in theory, what you what your sure. collecting budget is. Um, I recently I got rid of, right? I recently <laughs> got rid of uh, of some boxes, not not six scale, but you know things that I've had that you know they're nice vinyl statues. You know, nothing that's going to have any crazy resale. Mm -hmm. But I got to the point where I'm like, you know, why why am I storing this? Like, it's taking up, you know, maybe two or three square feet, cubic mm -hmm. square feet in a in a closet that's very limited. And, uh, you know, I've, I've gone ahead and, and, and thrown some of those away and made a tremendous amount of space in, in this closet. And um, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things lately that's been on my mind. Uh, Manny says I'm refocusing on only six scale. I somewhat did already, but I've recently bought other small stuff. And now I'm annoyed. Uh, Optical 20 yeah, in the chat. The What's up, way. my guy? Yeah, there's, um, a there's a thin line between collecting and hoarding. Oh, like you get to the point where your room is you just walk in and your your figures aren't even displayed well you can't you can't take that full appreciation of the art of the collectible yep. yeah yeah and even for me i know there's figures that i've always had in my mind that i would never sell but looking at it now i'm thinking like damn i really need to start making some space for some stuff i have coming in like the first four figures spike spiegel that's out of the factory going into like the depot for shipping soon uh, and I need to find space for that. And so uh, I started uh, selling some of my Spider-Man collection uh, to fund that. So I sold Gwen and uh, what is this? Dark Spider, the Spider-Man Noir, uh, to put towards, one, the balance, but also the space that, you know, this is going to take up. So um, it is... Uh, it is interesting. I think of all of us, though, Zach, you've got the you're the least kind of apart from maybe your B collection. You know, you've always been quite fluid, and and you you don't get so attached maybe to some Dude. of the figures that I change. It what depends. I'm every week. Yeah, I think Eddie's probably the most fluid. I would <laughs> say yeah. Dean's brought it up a few times, but I think I've gotten better recently. Um, I now mean, that he has the space. There's figures mm -hmm. now that I 100% would never sell. Like, yeah. I don't think if I sold my Kylo, I would ever be able to make it to that standard because mm -hmm. Victoria painted the head, did like an amazing job. It's like Hot Toys quality, in my opinion, paint. And, um, you know, so I would say there's maybe three or four figures in the collection, not including the statues that I probably yeah. would never sell. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
also, I mean, like the Rex, like I, I could never sell that because mm -hmm. um, I just don't think I'd ever be able to find it again. No, and that is no. like one of my favorite pieces. And there's, you know, definitely things I could sell that are in here to make some space, but I don't know, man. You know, Optical brought a good point. You, you have to be careful as well. And if, if you really like a figure, pick it up and again, decide afterwards because the he had said the downside is if you don't buy it, because of space, you may pay double the price afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got to take that into consideration. Yeah. Optical says, John, we have to stream about your fascination with reissues. <laughs> How much time do you have? Uh, let's get into uh, the 60 second creep show brought to you by Boogie Manny. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to the 60 Second Creep Show. My name is Manny, your host, and unfortunately there wasn't a whole bunch of news, but what did come out was pretty interesting. So just yesterday, NECA actually teased their ultimate Michael Myers from Halloween Kills. Unfortunately, NECA released absolutely no details about the figure itself, but have no fear because the wonderful peeps over at Big Bad Toy Store actually put up their pre-order with just a little bit more information, saying this ultimate Michael Myers figure is based on his appearance in the new Halloween Kills movie and stands over 7 inches tall. This figure features over 25 points of articulation and includes tons of accessories. This past Halloween, when the teaser came out, I actually went to work and I created my own version of the Kills figure, shown here. I am very excited to get my hands on the officially licensed one. I'm excited to see what exactly they put out. That does it for this show, guys. Peace. What a guy. What a guy. Mm -hmm. What a guy. Round of applause, Boogie Manny. What a guy. Um, Rob Swallow says, can't believe animated Boba Fett goes for so much. Mark says, reissues <laughs> are John's trigger words. My safe word. Optical <laughs> 20 says, Joe, I just close my eyes and press add to cart. Uh, we got a new trailer, or I think maybe even the first trailer for Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. I thought this was like an NBC uh, thing or something, but uh, no, this is... Uh, it's I, a real movie. Yeah, it's a real movie, and I'll be honest, I I saw the trailer, and I maybe I just don't get it. Um, I, dude, I gotta be honest with you, I haven't seen the trailer. No, you're supposed to watch it, here. but Jesus. Were we, were we supposed to watch the trailer, it? Yes. The trailer was really good. It's action packed. I'll watch it right now. It looks like I, uh, a, good, watch it, uh, a really good fighting movie. Yeah, like martial arts movies. Martial arts, kung fu, and all that. Yeah, Ooh, really in that. it. I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, well, I was hoping to discuss the trailer, but if you guys haven't watched it, I mean, I, I uh, this is part of what phase three with MCU. Yeah. Right. Yes. No. Or, or phase four. Four. Is it? four. Four. I think it's phase yeah. four. Phase four. Um, so many phases. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I, I think the part that made me laugh at the end of the trailer, where she's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, whoosh, whoosh. he doesn't even tell her the name. I'm like, so okay. you're not an MCU no, fan anyway, right? No, you're this isn't. Wrong. This isn't the first time we've seen the Ten Rings. No. Uh. No, they showed I, it in Iron Man one. Oh, did yeah, they? Really? Yeah, 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 there was a callback. There was a callback in, uh, in the background. Uh, like on one yeah. of the monitors in the back, yeah, the, the uh, flag, the, mm -hmm. and then in, in Iron Man three, that's the symbols that the uh, the Mandarin, Mandarin uses. Yeah, the Mandarin, Mandarin uses. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a guy with like a tattoo or something uh, in another movie. Now, those ten rings have like symbols inside the rings, but it's like identical to these. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to tie in together. Because you know nothing is an accident. Like Exactly. Everything is planned meticulously. So I was super stoked when I saw the poster. I just haven't seen the trailer. So for anyone either in the comments or here with us right now, what is this? He's just like really good at martial arts or what is his like superpower? If any. I don't know. I have looked it up. <laughs> He's the right, most well, trained, isn't he? He's the like best martial arts fighter in the world. Yeah. So Shang Chi, also known as Master of Kung Fu, and Brother Han is a fictional superhero appearing in comic books by Marvel Comics. I mean, I I'm excited to you know to be back watching MCU films. Um, I guess whenever Black Widow makes it to regular Disney Plus, not premium, but um, I don't know. This will be interesting. It'll be it'll be nice to see how everything ties in, how it ties into the phase four and and what we get out of it. It looks, yeah. At the end of the day, it looks like a good uh, movie. It's action packed. We'll see how it does. It looks like he's got some kind of like mystical uh, energy when he's like doing this thing. Yeah, something. Kind of like Iron Fist in a sense, or. Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> I've like seen that. memes of that today. Yeah. Equan says his power is he's super trained by getting the shit kicked out of him by his Asian father, just like all of us other Asians. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> his words are not mine. You can put Mexicans in that camp, too. Did Danny say that? No, that was Equan. Oh. Our movie of the week, and I'm glad that Pete's here for it, was Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, an epic tale in which an intrepid, intrepid <laughs> archaeologist tries to beat a band of Nazis to a unique religious relic which is central to their plans for world domination, battling against the snake phobia, and a vengeful ex-girlfriend, Indiana Jones, is in constant peril, making hair-breath uh, hair escapes at every turn in the celebration of the innocent adventure movies of an earlier era. I have not seen this movie in a very long time. I used to watch Indiana Jones a lot as a kid, uh, but it's been maybe 10 years since I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, wow. and uh, I, I've really enjoyed watching it again for the first time uh, in a while. Um, it's a movie that uh, I feel has some serious stuff in it, but it never takes itself too seriously. Lots of uh, fun little moments. I think Harrison Ford is really uh, at his best in this type of movie. Uh, and, and you know, I know he's said on multiple occasions that he just doesn't like playing on Solo, uh, and he prefers Indiana Jones, and I, I kind of got the vibe. So uh, I, I, re I enjoyed it, and uh, I was able to pick up the trilogy on Voodoo, uh, so I'll have those in my digital library, and I can watch them whenever. But, uh, yeah, solid film. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. And um, I think I remember as a kid the special effect at the end when yeah. uh, they opened the arc, like, scared the shit out of me as a kid. And it's <laughs> definitely uh, not aged super great, but back then it was, like, you know, a really <clears throat> cool practical effect that they did for that. So mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys think about this movie? I love this series, and this is the first time that I've seen Indiana what Jones. What a guy. Wow. And um, I watched, I couldn't stop after the first one. I that's, had to watch the other special. two. That's pretty special. You've got to watch yeah. them for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved all three of them. Um, nice. I think I think they're really good. I think Harrison Ford is hilarious in them, and I like that he's like a 
like a chick magnet or whatever. Like, <laughs> in yeah, the movies a got a different yeah. chick, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're really cool, and the, the music is really cool, and Love how he gets out of now. I hate that, like, every time he finally, like, finds something, like, he figures it out, the dude comes and jacks Steals his discovery. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. every time, yeah. dude, I'm like, damn, this guy. Yeah, I'm in uh, the same boat. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, no, because John, you have, John yeah. this is oh, your yeah, first yeah. watching so as well. I'm in the same boat as Eddie. This was the first oh, nice. uh, first viewing of the movie, and I'm disappointed in myself that it took this long to watch. Mm. Awesome. I mm. loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, it was, from the beginning of the movie to the end, just completely intriguing. Uh, Harrison Ford nailed it. Any Any movie that guy touches, he is awesome in it. I like how he, he goes what from looking beneath? like a badass, like an action dude when he's indie, and then when he goes back to being Dr. Jones, he's got the... Yeah. Dude, he's like, yes. Dude. Yeah. Like, he's like he a plays goofy, both like... Really good. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he's so confident as Indiana Jones, and then, like, for example, in this movie, he's teaching the class, and the girl's flirting with him, and he gets yeah. all, like, nervous yeah. and goofy, and yeah. he can't talk straight, and meanwhile, he's, like, out there, you know, with that BDE in the field. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a good, like, duality. And even yeah, the action he's... scenes, the action scenes in the film were were great. Yeah, I, I really for enjoyed me, it. It's just the perfect action movie. I love yeah. it, and I like the fact that although he is, you know, when he's when he's doing his his, his thing, he's amazing. But it's still that always that air of um, that he's kind of making it up as he goes along, and he's yeah. not not quite as much. You know, Han is a more um, confident kind of. You know he he knows what he's doing. Whereas, whereas Indy is he's always got that kind of fallible side to him, uh, very human kind of uh, character. I mean, yeah, I just uh, I th- after after the Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy, Raiders is is, is you know got to be one of my my favorite films. Um, yeah, this movie has one of the best openings of any yeah, movie ever. Uh, yeah. It literally just gets right into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like so iconic too with the rolling boulder and the switching of the sandbag and the little yeah. like no, trinket. Also, Alfred Molina is in this. Yeah. And I was like, yep. holy yep. shit, that's Alfred Molina. Boy, does uh, he's like, Alfred Molina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's all yeah. young and shit. I was okay. like, is he younger than Harrison Ford? Holy shit. Um, that's uh, Ock. Doc yeah, Doc Ock. Ock yeah. Oh. No, I know who Alfred. I was saying, who does he play in this movie? Wow. Oh. Literally the Don't dude at the dude, beginning. That's amazing. You guys also yeah, know that Gimli the... is in this too, right? Is he? When is yeah. Gimli? yeah. I don't um, recognize Gimli Salah. without all the stuff. <laughs> From Salah, yeah. isn't he? He's mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Salah, oh, he's uh, yeah. in his boy. Yeah. This movie also has arguably one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever. Where Indy is like running and he's all tired and the dude comes out with a sword. Yeah. And he's like gonna attack him, <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. can tell that he's just like so exhausted. He's like, "I'm not doing this," and he just pulls out the gun and shoots him. <laughs> so the, the behind like, the scenes, that's classic. That was an ad, that was an ad lib because he um he had really bad um dysentery, um, diarrhea. Oh, oh really? So he was like basically squeezing his butt cheeks to not shit himself. <laughs> so rather there was meant to be this elaborate fight scene, he just pulled his gun out and. Shot wow, I like, never heard that. Wow. That's, That's awesome. gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean never... in the oh, yeah, chat flu, says that yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, he was really, really sick. So Yeah, well, it's a fantastic ad lib because it's yeah. honestly like so iconic. Because it was actually like, so well. I'm not doing this. 
Boom. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> um, I think also the scene with the uh, where uh, the sun is setting in the temple and he has to do the yeah yeah. That's yeah. one of the coolest sequences of a movie because like it's like this huge set that's like underground and like it's so cool. Like I think I honestly I think this is probably the best movie of the series. Ah, um, uh, yeah, for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last I was Crusade just ask you a load of that. fun. Last, a lot of people like Last Crusade because it's a it's a good fun ride, and obviously you've got Sean Connery who's amazing yeah, as well. I like Last Crusade a tad bit more than Raiders. Yeah. To be um, so as a kid, I would have said like as a younger, I would have said Last Crusade was my favourite. But now, as a as a you know a more seasoned viewer, um, definitely Raiders has come <laughs> before. But Temple's brilliant as well. Really different movie. I like Temple um, a lot. Like That's a right. You know horror, what? Horror movie element to it. Um, Borkins was in this as well. Holy Jesus. Shit. That's right. And, he played um, um he played one of the um uh not one of the professors, but someone that was kind of um setting up the plot that? to Indiana Jones. Porkins? Jet Porkins, the actor? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Porkins, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the um CIA guys at the, at the right. beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh Eddie, what were you gonna ask? I was gonna say, like, for people that are big fans of the trilogy, like, is it pretty universal and like which one is the favorite? Kind of like Star no, Wars, how no, usually not really, Empire no. is no, everybody's quite, favorite. Quite a mix. So a lot of people like Last Crusade in the same way that a lot of people like Jedi because it's kind of more of a fun ride. And and it's very much depends on... I mean, you guys are all a bit younger than me, so you kind of came to these later, you know, than they were released anyway. But um, it, again, it very much depends because I was too young. for. I think I was six when Raiders came out. So I wouldn't... Like, my first real experience of indie was Temple of Doom. I saw that in the mm-hmm. cinema, um, mm-hmm. and then I came to Raiders later on, so that's why I kind of changed. So it probably would have been Temple of Doom or Last Crusade, but now definitely Raiders. I think Raiders is just like, all right, some of the special effects. I think they're actually not too bad, um, you know, for for, the, for a 40-year-old movie. Um, yeah. And to me, it's just pretty much perfect action movie. And we've got the 4K releases coming out in June, so I'm looking forward to that. Nice. I remember being hype as a kid during, I think it was the summer of 89, when we had Ghostbusters yep. 2 drop, uh, The Last Crusade drop, and 89 yeah. Batman drop. Yeah, what that a was summer. such an yeah. awesome yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you guys... Um, just kidding. I mean, I know we're talking about Raiders, but I always have to bring up uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I haven't. So I watched bad. that one a while ago, but I haven't watched it recently, so I don't really remember it. Dude. I don't mind the story. I don't mind the premise, but I yeah. hate Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh. that movie. Now, fuck out why? Of there's <laughs> Shy Town, baby. There's a couple sequences of the movie, like the the scene. There's like a nuke that's gonna go off, and he like yeah. hides in a, a refrigerator, <laughs> in a fridge, and flies like a hundred yeah. feet, and like doesn't get hurt. <laughs> But, like, the moment where I checked out of the movie where I was like, I'm done with this, was when Shia LaBeouf is, like, swinging from the oh, trees. I was like, then. absolutely not. I'll no. buy the fucking refrigerator flying through the air. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, will yeah, not you could... fucking sell me on this shit. Well, no. oh, John, have you have you seen this one yet? <laughs> no. I haven't seen no? it yet. No? This well, is you got something to look forward to now, boy. Dude, it gets fucking outrageous. And, they, and they even, yeah, and even... Even Harrison Ford's a little bit cringeworthy in some of uh, some of his quips. You know, he 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 can't save the movie on his own, and he, even he's a bit a little bit embarrassing sometimes. But Shia LaBeouf, no, he's 
bad. Shantown, baby. You know, and I think um, the original idea that obviously the bit at the end where he takes the hat, they were actually going to have him like in the fifth movie kind of take over, but I think he was just so bad and everyone hated it so much that they ditched that <laughs> idea. Yeah. So sad. Oh, he's alright. Shia LaBeouf's a right. good actor. He's bro. okay in the Transformers. He really is. He was good in Transformers. Yeah, yeah he dude, was Holes? Are you kidding me, bro? It's a Fury? Holes. That's classic. Fury? Fury was dude, Fury is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Holes was what about, classic. Man. What about Nymphomaniac? He's nasty in that. I haven't Which seen one? that one. You haven't seen it? Nymphomaniac. No. Didn't he do, was it another one? Peanut Butter Falcon I heard was pretty good? Yeah. I heard that one was good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good film. Even Steven? Bro, no. you're not wrong. No, absolutely not. Okay. Shy <laughs> ain't so bad after all. Shy Town ain't no, bad at all. Just in that movie. Just in yeah. Movie. Uh, the joy of hobbing. So, uh, my wife does digital art on this app called Procreate, and uh, this is more something she's been working on. But I wanted to share with you guys. It's like a new thing that we're gonna try to do for the Patreons going forward. Uh, but I've been into Ava the past few weeks, as you guys know. And so on Patreon, depending on uh, which tier you're in, uh, there's two posters that you can print online. Uh, printing these and shipping them is just, like, not cost-effective. So uh, on the right, it's AVA 1, and then on the left, it's AVA 1, the Awakening version. Uh, the purple is available to all the tiers, and then what a guy for the image on the left. Uh, but, yeah, she, she made these and uh, nice. colored them out, and uh, they print really well at 11 by 14. So if you're into uh, Evangelion... Uh, you can have some art on your wall, and uh, yeah, it's just something that we're going to try to do to, you know, get you guys a little bit more bang for your buck on the Patreon. And uh, you know, as far as poster printing goes, like it was kind of an experience this week. I went to a few different stores, uh, and I kind of settled on um, Walmart as being like pretty good print quality for the price. Uh, you can get eleven by fourteens printed for like five or six bucks. Uh, Walgreens was like. 10 bucks and then with a coupon they brought it down to five but um at least at the walgreens i went to the prints like if you look at the one on the left um the purples there's not a big difference there whereas the one on the right has a lot more um saturation and then on all the prints they had this one strip of like maybe like where the head needed to be cleaned uh and so that is uh like on every poster I printed, it just looked really bad. So um, these are available in full resolution on the uh, Patreon, and you can download them and print them, you know, as many as you want. Uh, Danny says, "Can she draw Iceman?" Um, yes. Essentially, what I'd like to do, sort of like we do with the sticker, is like have you guys pick a character, and then she will do like one drawing, and then ver make a variation for the second one. Uh, but yeah, she can. So. Uh, you know, next time that we do this, we'll we'll put it up there and uh, have you guys discuss mm. what you yeah, want. Sprite works. Uh, She's super work. talented. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they came out really well. Yeah, yeah thank you, Victoria. Uh, Dude, yeah. she should join us on the uh, scribble. Yeah. Well, it's funny because oh, yeah, right? um, <laughs> so she um she got into the digital art for these things called webtoons, and they're like um I don't really know what they're like comic books, right? But they're produced like like just people make comic books, right? And they have these series that go on and on and it's funded through Patreon, right? Sort of like our show. Mm -hmm. And uh, every week they drop a new episode, depending on which uh, comic you subscribe to. And uh, she draws fan art of the characters, right? Uh, and I'll drop her Instagram in the description if you guys want to check it out. But 
um, they like they have their own little community, sort of like you know we're friends with the different YouTube creators for our hobby, and they are so excited to play the uh, scribble game. They watch like her fellow content creators watched our playthrough and we can't draw for shit i mean these are people that are really good at drawing that are going to play this game so i'm excited to watch that because victoria's uh pretty talented and so um yeah they she said she will join us on scribble but also um they are going to do one with like actual people with talent because uh after watching john try to draw pancakes and it, <laughs> there's a lot to and be Mario drawing listen, chess. listen that was oh, a dude, that, that was, was a awesome, picasso <laughs> That was, that was awful. And then my horse with like six Dean's legs. Dean's pretty and... damn good, dude. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Dean's I was an artist. About to say, please Dean's an artist. Include me in that. Yeah, yeah I know. I, Dean, Dean <laughs> really, is you, uh, Mario, was an and artisan. John are really the only ones. Horses and Zach horses, is really horses good. Horses only have five huh? legs, at least the boys, anyway. Yeah. I drew Zach a really cool picture of Goku. It's up there. <laughs> I can't just like grab it down because yeah, I'm yeah. not eight feet tall. But yeah, it's I know that. Great. I guess uh, if you weren't watching back then, you probably haven't seen that. Yeah, I'll try to grab a picture there, but uh, yeah, Erie uh, says I would love a Mandalorian or Spawn. We actually do have a Mando, so I'll have to I'll have her uh, put it on Patreon because we do have a digital print of Mando, and it's actually pretty good. Is that uh, when, f- when's your birthday? Uh, June seventeenth, so everyone start saving up. Uh, just kidding, <laughs> but not really. Uh, let me pull up real quick, uh, but really not really. Um, let me pull up her Instagram, and we'll go to the next slide, and I will show you the mando that she did uh but yeah i just wanted to plug pete's unboxing again at the end of the show thank you pete for coming on what a guy uh but yeah this is a great little unboxing and uh you know you're rocking some killer pants for it as well my guy was, yeah that's what I, th- I thought you'd appreciate that i was yeah. like damn bro coming up coming <laughs> us with a, all this hella yeah. ass i just i was just fortunate when i was watching it back i didn't didn't bend over and <laughs> show my butt crack to the to the world i've done that once it was the most <laughs> yeah. embarrassing moment of my entire life uh as far as the patreon benefits go uh these are the may benefits so uh we're doing the collecting weekly live unboxing sticker and the deem the dream sticker uh we will be uh, sending these out probably in the next like 20 days uh, i'm still waiting to hear back from a bunch of people about whether they receive their april benefits so uh, I gotta settle those out before we start sending these out. Uh, but yeah, these are pretty cool. So Manny designed the Dean the Dream sticker, and then me and Dean worked yeah. on the CW Live unboxing. Uh, Dean, go ahead and give me the Patreon read for me if you don't mind. Yeah, shout out Ben Porter, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Lima Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Lisa Martin, Bomonsky, Rick D, Sweet Danigan Lee. Uh, Deanie Martin, Stephen Kratt, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Mike Cruz, Bo LeBoyd, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Stephen Maria Stanley, Lord Voldemort, Eddie Manzanares, Joe Chutpeaks, Corpus, and James Colley. That's two new people on there. Rick D's a real person? Uh, I mean, he paid real money, so I mean, because no. <laughs> it, I just, it's Mario's character on. On Ox plays, so I was like, I thought well, that was Mario's a joke. Over here. No, 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 that was Mario's character. Wait, Rick D. I no, his that's, name was that's Big Richard. Puppy. That's Richard Strong, buddy. That's oh, my okay. character. <laughs> yes. Um, real Close. quick, this is uh, this is the Mando helmet that Victoria did a while ago. 
that's that right there. So she did this wow. on digital art. Mm, looking pretty cool. cool. So if you guys want that on Patreon, we can put that up there. Uh, anyways, big shout out to all the Patreonies, especially uh, Rick and James. They joined in at the top tier right off the bat. So, yeah, uh, Rick, one thing also, yeah. Rick, uh, when you sign up, you put that you didn't want any physical benefits sent. So if you do... Just add your address and we can get those sent. Uh, if you want to join us on Patreon, we have three tiers. The $5 Sweet Angel, which is stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Rewind. The Certified Crispy $15 per month, which is the uh, Certified Crispy Certificate on your first pledge. Uh, I can help you with figure fixes if you need them and all the benefits of the previous tier. Uh, we also have the What A Guy tier, which is the 18 by 24 silhouette poster uh, on your first pledge. Doubles of all the stickers we send. One sculptor painted by Darkside Customs and all the benefits of the previous tiers. So definitely uh, different options if you want to help support the program. Uh, we do also have Tee Public, which uh, big shout out to Mike for getting us back on uh, doing this. But uh, we've sold quite a few shirts the past few weeks. So uh, all thanks to Mike for getting us to, you know, start actually plugging this. I just assumed everyone knew. Uh, but we do have several designs on there. So the CW Live, the OFAC, the A-Icon, the Gooch Grease. Uh, the Retro Small Talk, the In and Outs of Collecting, the Only Fools slash Only Fans sticker, uh, <laughs> Collecting Weekly White Classic Logo, the Ox Plays, the Theater Rental T-shirt design, Fuck That Guy, and Creeps the Rest uh, in uh, the white, green, and pink. So if you want to buy a shirt, uh, they do go on sale pretty often, so uh, I would maybe recommend waiting for a sale, but if you cannot wait, they're, uh, they're still not too bad. We are on Facebook at Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. If you guys want to join us, uh, we kind of just fuck around in the group all day, all the time. And uh, we have a good time, so check us out there. I put a link in the chat for you. And uh, taking a look at the network, Smalltalk, uh, they should be uploading their episode this Thursday. Uh, and then OFAC, I believe you guys are going live on Thursday at 2.30 our time, which is 8.30 uh, yeah, UK we'll time. Yeah, we'll be doing the uh, Lightbox giveaway. Oh, yes. Nice. So if you're in the United Kingdom, you have only hours to get your entry submitted yep, for yeah, that. Yeah, we'll be picking our, I think, final five tomorrow. Yeah, so. very cool. Uh, collecting rarities we just recorded on Sunday. That's going up, I believe, next Sunday for the podcast feed. Uh, in and outs of collecting, uh, Mario's should be uploading his episode on Friday. Uh, Ox plays. We put up two episodes over the weekend, so check those out. We did uh, Scribble, which I hope we do again this week because that was actually really fun. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, a short playthrough of GTA Five. We got a little bit like too wild, so we had to cut that one down because uh, you know things in the world. Uh, After Dark will be going live tomorrow at ten thirty, and Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing. We may be doing one tomorrow, either as a part of uh, After Dark or as uh, its own stream. Friends of the network, Brian, Chris, and TC over at Six Gallon Scavengers, Optical 20 is in the chat today. What a guy. Uh, KG Collector, JB Collection, Rogue16, they just launched their new merch line, so go check them out. They have uh, some cool merch, including some uh, boxer briefs, which uh, definitely on the want list. Uh, Third-party reviews, PJ the Paradox Nerd, Boogie Manny, and the Everyday Collector, so go give all those people a, uh, a sub if you'd like. Any shout-outs you guys want to give today? We give Danny Lee a shout-out for that Scribble game. I really enjoyed playing that time we did. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I am yeah. so excited. Like, we should definitely play, like, ASAP, because that yeah. was super fun. That was fun. Shout-out to um, Collecting Weekly Clips on Instagram. I'm trying to get more followers on there. So if you oh, guys yeah, definitely. like watching the show and you want to see the funniest segments, 
Check out collecting weekly underscore clips on Instagram. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, shout Eddie, out send Eddie me for uh, yeah picking that back up. It's amazing. Yeah, I know Eric uh, had the great idea to um, start that initially, but with work and everything, he's had to take a backseat to it. And you know, there's so many fun clips that we uh, that we do, and you know, having a place where people that just want to watch the highlights of the shows. Uh, I think it's a great thing. So, Eddie, big shout-out for that. Give Eddie a round of applause. What a guy. Big shout-out to Jonathan for coming on, and Pete as well. Pete, you sweet, beautiful yeah, angel. Yeah, Pete. Sick. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was great. What time is it over there? Uh, 4 a.m. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I could get a, about three hours of sleep before I have to get up. Oh, my work, God. What so. an absolute yeah. unit, bro. Uh, but yeah, great show, guys. I really enjoyed the conversation today. I know we ran a little bit long, but I don't think anyone's complaining. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm Zach. Show. I'm Dean. I'm Pete. I'm Mario. I'm Eddie. And I'm Jonathan. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.